Rossi Posse Packer Nation. Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to pack a shame. But it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. I've already implanted the needles into the Bears voodoo doll, Grassi. And today we are going to be previewing the week two matchup. That is Sunday night football between the Chicago Bears and the Green Bay mother loving Packers. And to help us do that, we've got the one. The only Zach gonna break it down with us. Zach, how we doing, bud? Doing good. Just got back from practice. <laughs> Just got back from practice. Now, my question for you is: When you go out in the street, right? Does traffic automatically divert around you because of the traffic cone that you're wearing, or are they aiming? No, they hit. They, 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 they hit the gas pedal. They hit the gas pedal. Okay, that makes it. All right, I just wanted to to clear that up. And then the second question I had, and we'll dive deeper in later in the interview, um, this move to Arlington Heights that's been talked about a whole lot. Why do the Bears want to do that when they obviously have a water park already at Soldier Field? I just, I, will, will, there, will there be like a slide maybe uh, or like a jumpy, bouncy castle? In this They've only given us marshmallows so far of a plan. It's disappointing. It's disappointing. I just wanted to. But marshmallows are good. Make yeah, no, no, yeah, that's 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 fine. Yeah, it's it's fine. No, I appreciate you coming on, buddy. We got lots to talk about. Big game this Sunday night, um, and I kind of just want to dive in with the jersey that you're wearing right now, and that is one old Justin Fields because the Chicago Bears last year obviously trading up getting Justin Fields. As soon as he was drafted, I feel like it was, oh, you're the savior now. It was kind of like this relief, this excitement of like, oh my God, this is going to be amazing. Then there was this demon in the background that was Matt Nagy, who was like trying to destroy him. You saw him play a little bit. And I kind of just want to get your thoughts as a Bears fan on him now compared to maybe like when you drafted him. Is there still like holding out that hope? Is it it's too soon of what we've been able to see? Hey, the O-line's not so good. Like where are your thoughts at about your hopefully franchise QB? It's kind of a mixture of both. We know the O-line, the O-line's young. The O-line, everyone's like only two people are over 30. Everyone else is 25 or younger. But like they're, they're learning. They'll get better as the season goes on. But Fields, we we feel like, are, still has the same potential and still excites us, just because what he, like the reads he's able to make, bouncing from reads which he didn't do last year in the 49er yeah. game. Well, I mean, like you look at the 49ers game and the first half is rough. I mean, oh, yeah. again, the weather. I'm not gonna like dive too much into, but like the weather was really not good. You know, it, it was a mess and it's really hard to evaluate Trey Lance or Justin Fields based off of that game. But it seems that like kind of the big thing coming out about Justin Fields about that later parts of the game, especially the fourth quarter was that resilience. And it was like, Hey, he was able to go and get it done. Like, what did you see from this past Sunday? Of course the coaches staff made adjustments, but it also felt like he flipped the switch where he was in the first half, he threw an ugly interception, but in the second half he would like, if it was, close to the third down, he'd go run for it. He had one highlight where he made a 49er miss and then ran for a first down on third and eight, I believe. Because I don't, I know the weather was bad and the ball was slipping out, but most of his incompletions were in the first half. In the second half, I believe he went like five for eight with mm-hmm. two touchdowns and 100 plus, 100 plus yards. 
So pretty pretty decent improvement from the first half, I would say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, nice just to see it. It's nice to see uh, adjustments by an offensive coach. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you really haven't experienced that with the with the Matt Nagy regime, uh, and kind of like getting into what to expect of the Bears. You know, that opening day, this whole off season, and I looked at it too. The NFL ranked the Bears as the worst team in the NFL before Week One. You kept constantly hearing like the Bears are going to be god awful. They're going to be one of the worst teams. They got the worst O line in football. They got no weapons. Bam, 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 bam. Was that kind of your expectations heading into Week One, where it was like, "Hey, we're probably going to suck this year, but our cap is going to allow us to be good next year," or was it like, "Hey, you know what? Maybe we'll surprise some people, and we're kind of getting hated on a little too much." I, you can ask anyone. I thought going into the season, we can win six games. We'd start the season off 0-2, then go to 2-2. Because we, we play a lot of bad teams like the Texans, Giants, Jets, teams like those this season. So I was like, well, we could get six wins. We won't be the worst team, but we won't be the best. Ceiling, maybe maybe 500, over 500, maybe. Okay. Now, like, what would you – can you, like, give me the reasons why? Right. So like if you're looking at this team right now, where do you see kind of like, hey, this is what's going to hold us back? Because your defense looked good week one. Right. Like they looked really solid, even without guys like Khalil Mack and things like that. Eddie Jackson seemed to be like, oh, there he is after a while. (laughs) So I'm curious of just like what stands out for you, like besides the offensive line that goes, yeah, this might be a problem against the more competitive teams in the NFL. Honestly, I think it's just the inexperience on the team because you got two new starters in the secondary. You got all like all the wide receivers are new except for Mooney. It's just some experience the whole team will have to learn at this point. Yeah. To find their ceiling. I mean, so looking ahead, you have a potential where if you are, let's say, you know, like a bottom ten team, something like that, do you think that there's any shot? And if so, what would that scenario need to be that you're like, hey, yeah, we're going to go get a quarterback? Considering like these, you know, QBs coming out of this draft, I would think from my perspective, unless Justin Fields like really is bad, I mean, really, really bad, there's no way, but maybe you have a different insight. Fields would have to put the worst season a quarter we've ever seen from a quarterback, honestly. Okay. (laughs) All right. That's fair. That's fair. Is it so? And then in that case, then is it kind of like, all right. Where would you want to go draft wise then if you had like one of those premium spots? Like, is there a position that you would look at and go, like, yeah, this is the one that we definitely need to address? Probably like if we can get a big, like a bona fide number one receiver on our team or like short the offensive line, get more linebackers. Because apparently, like, our main linebacker is Rokon Smith. Yeah. Everyone else, we just signed in free agency to a one-year contract. <laughs> There's going to be no one back there at some point, and Roquan's like, I don't want to be here. So, Oh, that's a whole different situation. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Listen, Roquan, yeah, that guy wants to get paid a, a lot of money. Well, the, the Bears offered him what – uh, like offered him uh, what was – they offered him like 9.7 million a year. Mm-hmm. He turned it down because he wants more than 20. Yeah. Even though the 19.7 is still the most in the league for a off-the-ball linebacker. 
I mean, <laughs> it, it, that's, unfortunately, like those are the markets. And it's kind of one of those things that it's like, all right, well, let's see if he can play up to that kind of contract, you know, coming in. Because your cap does get significantly better oh. next year. Like you get a ton of money we in the reserves have, again. I believe we have over $100 million in cap space next offseason. Yeah. We probably won't use all of it because we need to keep it for sure. some of it for like when f- eventually if Fields pans out, we will need to extend them. Sure. But yeah, maybe I mean, besides some free agents. I, hey, there you go. I mean, like you'll kind of be able to like have your pick at that point. And we we kind of joked around about this before, but one of the big stories that happened during the off season, and this has been rumored for a really long time, and you mentioned like the the very skeleton of a plan that has been suggested. Uh, talking about the Bears moving from Soldier Field to Arlington Heights. As a Bears fan, is it kind of like, yeah, this is necessary. Oh, this sucks. A kind of mix of both like kind of what are your feelings about moving on from soldier field it's a mix of both because you can't get any better than playing on the lake side but i can see where ownership is coming from because they don't own the stadium they had like they tried to add a sports betting uh book bar there last year pay for the whole thing give the city 20 percent income city didn't city said no oh I actually didn't even know that. So, like, because they don't own the stadium, they're not. So, like, with this new stadium, their hope is, like, hey, we can recoup this money basically anytime we want because we own it completely. Oh, yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, is there, like, kind of this, like, hey, it's such a historic stadium, like, don't want to leave it kind of thing? Yeah. And also the fact that the new stadium, they have confirmed it will be a dome. So that would be Lambeau Field as the only non-dome. Come on, Zach. I want. I, I want to play. It. I like outside football. Come on, Zach. Like th- this week, I loved it because it was rainy. It was fun. Yeah. But they want to host Super Bowls. They want to get the Final Four. They want to get all this stuff there. They want to host college football playoffs. Yeah, I think the business opportunities are pretty intense i mean like because the league if you build a new stadium I mean, this would happen with minnesota right like they you build a new stadium you get a super bowl i mean that's basically what the deal is so it's still a ways away but you'll eventually get one. Oh yeah well look the silver don't get for ford for alliance uh, ford field get a super bowl as soon as it's built silver yep. don't get a super bowl as soon as it's built metrodome yep. but they they've only ever gotten one that's the one thing i'm worried about all three of those only got one. That is kind of like the issue. You're guaranteed one because it's being built and the league is like, here you go, like to do you a favor kind of thing. Like that's why like the Raiders are going to get, and then you're going to have, obviously the Rams just had one and or chargers, you know, they were able to get one. Yeah. I wonder that because there are those talks of like, you're moving into the suburbs, right? Like, do you foresee that being a potential problem? Like just the location of it moving from where you are now to now Arlington Heights. not really, because uh, there are plans uh, to upgrade the infrastructure around there to upgrade all the roads. People are like, well, there's only two lane roads, so they're planning to upgrade the four lanes with the land they have. That's also where they're receiving some pushback because they want public funding for infrastructure, <laughs> which every bit, but every business gets that. Like you get a Walmart, to, sure. the, you get a Walmart, they put in like stoplights, they put in the roads for them. You do these for these other companies, but aren't willing to do do that at least for the Bears because we're willing to pay the stadium ourselves, which is different too. Because that like is different from other leagues in which you have like taxpayers paying for a lot of these stadiums. Mm-hmm. So, 
I mean, like that that's a nice deal. But yeah, I can see why there could be some pushback. And it might just also be because the people who just want it to stay at Soldier Field. Well, it's perspective from some people in Arlington Heights about they, they don't want to foot the bill for some of this stuff. Oh, all right, Arlington Heights. All right, calm down yourself. You're getting to football stadium. <laughs> now, now, kind of you played week one. You come back. You defeat the San Francisco 49ers. You mentioned before, like, where you thought your ceiling could be, like maybe a 500 team. Has this past Sunday changed your expectations or perceptions at all about this team going forward? Because you thought you'd start 0-2, you're 1-0 right now, now yeah. heading into Lambeau. So is yeah. there any kind of, like, maybe change in opinion? Like, hey, the, maybe this team actually could put up four wins. Th- there is a bit. It also depends on when Dak is back healthy, too. Because mm. we play the Cowboys before they're by which they, they said he won't be back for the Packers, so the Packers game is laughter. So I'm kind of thinking, oh, maybe we can pick up another win here because they will be starting their backup instead of their starter. I mean, but, you you have opportunities there because, like I said, your defense looked good. I mean, they, they looked solid, and, you know, we'll kind of see what it's like going forward and looking at this Sunday. Uh, the Bears haven't won in Lambeau uh, since good old Brett Favre's uh, – Little <laughs> retirement night. I remember yeah. that very, that very well. On Thanksgiving. Yeah, that was that was uh that was basically the Super Bowl for uh, the Bears. <laughs> for, um, for the team that season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um looking ahead at this Sunday, can you kind of give me some reasons why you think the Bears have a good shot of upsetting the Packers and getting the win and then kind of taking a look at the other side on, well, you know, what could potentially cost them the game? Like to give us a win, like Elton Shake is a Bakhtiari. I've heard that they might practiced. not play again. They practiced. But they practiced, but I've also heard they might not play this Sunday yeah. either, which will be interesting just because our pass rush turned out to be better last week than I thought it would be, especially mm-hmm. with our fifth-round rookie who got his first career sack off Mike McGlinchey and they got a second, uh, well, half sack off of uh, Trent Williams, their left yeah. tackle. It's it's crazy how far like he's progressed in such because we picked him in the fifth round to develop him because just two years ago he was a wide receiver. He said he was able to in two plays pick up on McGlinchey's like stuff. He picked it up and then got the lance so quickly. He only had like twenty five snaps, had seven tackles, three Damn. quarterback hurries, and a half one and a half sacks. All right, so pass rush you think will kind of be like the way that they're able to get if, it done? I mean, because the Vikings did it. <laughs> Well, if Bach, Thierry, and Elton Jenkins are out. Yeah. And then looking at the inverse of that, like, why would the potentially, like, the Bears lose this Sunday? Inexperience in the secondary where Rodgers just rips it apart. Yeah. I mean, listen, it would help if Christian Watson, you know, caught a pass. Yeah. That would have been that would have been nice. But, like, maybe maybe they'll just call the same play again. So, I mean, yeah, that, that could be a problem because that was something that the Vikings were concerned about heading into this. But – they were able to get after the quarterback so efficiently and Rodgers really had no time. So, I mean, Rodgers hurried a lot yeah. of plays, didn't have a lot of time to throw. It seems like that might be the key for the Bears to win it on Sunday. Oh, yeah. So kind of looking at this game to get super specific, like do you have kind of like where are your thoughts? Like what do you think the chances the Bears win? Like do you have like a prediction for how you think that uh, this game might shake out? This is – either going one or two ways. One way we get blown out, one way it's a defensive struggle where either we win by like a field goal or we lose by a field goal. 
Where are you leaning, Zach? I'm still 50-50. <laughs> well, because it all depends on yeah. if your two tackles play. If Bakhtiari yeah. and Jenkins... I mean, listen, and angry Aaron Rodgers, we saw last year if they lost week one and got blown out, and then they won like seven straight games. So, yeah, you know, but, we're, we'll see. There's one thing I have hope for, but it doesn't have to apply to this game. Every Bears coach's first year since... Uh, Ditka, and the only reason he didn't get one in his first year against win against the Packers was because it was a strike short season and they didn't play in that year. But every first year for Bears coach, they win one of the two games. Okay. So it looks like history, at least maybe if it's not for this game, maybe it's the following game. Yeah. Because well, like that. Matt Nagy lost at Lambeau, but won at Soldier Field. Yeah. It, it always seems to be the second game. I, but... <laughs> That also could change too, because John Fox lost the first game, sure. won the second. I mean, how happy are you with this new regime over, you know, Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy? Is there kind of like a sense of relief where it's like, hey, even if they're not as like, even if they aren't like the most amazing, it's something just that's different than what we had well, because what you had wasn't working. Yeah, no, it clearly was not working. But I, I've been. Like Poles has been very like he's a he's only thirty six. He's been very energetic. Yeah. When the game was over against the 49ers, he was on the field hugging the players. Nice. Which is something Pace would just be like, I'm staying in the booth. Yeah. <laughs> just, just golf clapping, just being like, Go jet, good job, team. I don't want to get my suit wet. And he's out there like hugging the guys with his suit. <laughs> Stopping wet. I mean, listen, you know, you and the Vikings kind of are in similar circumstances, meaning that, you know, kind of new regimes, you you obviously have a very young QB that you're hoping to develop. You know, you've had that staple defense for many years, and you might just be one of those teams that are able to just, like, hang around because you have that defense. You still have guys like Mooney and Montgomery, you know, and it's kind of just like, hey, let's wait and see how the season progresses. What Lovey Smith used to teach, which is, Go after the ball, even if it's in completion, you go after it. Yeah. Punch the ball. Debo Samuel fumbled the ball because Johnson took an opportunity to punch it out. Which under Nagy never would have happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it just, just, yeah. The thought process is different. Like everyone's bought in now. Under Nagy, I don't think everyone was. Everyone even saw like the writing years, on the wall. Yeah, even like years after they weren't buying. I mean, how many rumors did you hear that thanksgiving game like it was like oh he's fired after this one like he's gone he's well, gone he's, he's fired yeah. no he's fired if they lose i yeah. remember that and then they won and they were like why did we win <laughs> yeah. it was like no why did you let us win well i mean we will see this sunday it's usually uh there's sometimes some drama uh, when our two teams play. Uh, we'll we'll see how the Bears are able to handle the Packers. Right now, they got the better record, and ahead of them are the North. And we'll see uh, if that yeah. if that stays the same uh, come Sunday night. Oh yeah. <laughs> but Zach, I appreciate you coming on, buddy. Can you tell the people where they can find you? Uh, you can find me on, on my uh, Twitter. Uh, on the Twitters. Yeah. I'm trying to remember my handle. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be. It's all right. Link will be in the description down below. Well, Zach, I appreciate you coming on and shedding some light uh, on the Chicago Bears. The the pins are in for uh, for Can't the Voodoo Dolls. So, 
they're, the pins are in. Uh, it did not work against the Vikings. I hope it's a little bit more successful against the Bears. And I wish you luck every time you play another NFC North opponent that's not us this season. So wish you wish you all the luck with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, but, <laughs> folks, thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, go Pack Go. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs>